0: boost conversion at an average order value. With free bold apps for 14 days, there's no excuse not to try and boost your sales this year. To get this special offer, go to boldcommerce.com slash kurt. That's boldcommerce.com slash k-u-r-t. again my friends i want to tell you a story of an e-commerce purchase okay so here's how i shop from a new brand this is generally how it goes i see an ad on facebook maybe it catches my eye i'm gonna stare at it and after i've seen it like the 10th time i might click through and if the site is on shopify and it looks legit but not too good to be true maybe i'm gonna buy But when I do buy, I'm going to wait until I'm on my desktop so that I can use a nefarious browser extension to painlessly check for coupon codes, right, and apply the best one every single time. That is just how I operate now. And the bigger the discount, like, because it's like watching a slot machine as it's like rolling through coupon codes it's testing. So the bigger the discount it comes back with, it'll be like, you saved. The bigger the dopamine hit, which means the more likely... I am to buy. That is the honest truth. I don't, I'm not necessarily proud of this fact, but that's the truth. And I can only do this because I know brands are just as addicted to coupon codes as I am. And that's what we're going to discuss today. This is the unofficial Shopify podcast. And I'm your host, Kurt Elster. Tech nasty. And we are joined today by Orrin Charnoff, co founder and CEO at Fondue. Fondue just raised 11 million to replace every coupon code with cash back. Now, clearly he's biased here, uh, but prior to founding, uh, co-founding Fundu, Oren was on the founding team at Hanako Ventures, a $1.5 billion VC fund based in uh, Tel Aviv in New York, and I'm told he is a longtime listener, first-time caller. Orrin, welcome. This is stage fright. I'm trembling at my knees, Kurt. Thanks for having me on. Uh, that you know, generally not the the preferred way to conduct an interview. Like I don't like to add a lot of terror to the show. <laughs> e commerce and in, uh, it's a business topic inherently not like super exciting. So we try to make it fun, not terrifying.
1: Okay, I'm I'm now relaxed. You have liberated me. Thank you.
0: Just let my my dulcet tones wash over you. Awesome.
1: Happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me on.
0: No, oh, my pleasure. So, okay coupon like i I hear discount code and coupon code used interchangeably let's let's set our terms right are those the same thing
1: no thank you so much for asking so i am of the opinion and we've got some juicy juicy data behind it that there's a difference between discounts and coupon codes discounts are a purchase incentive and they can come in many forms coupon codes are a discount type you could have buy one, get one, free gift with purchase, free shipping, a coupon code, a markdown, uh, a cashback. So I think a coupon code is by far the most prevalent uh, discount type, um, but it is certainly a type of discount. It is a form factor.
0: The other thing we hear about is, we refer to it as the, the sugar high of discounting. What's the the fundamental difference here? What is your issue between a straight discount and a coupon code?
1: So, so discounts are, are, are an experience for shoppers, right? It's a dopamine hit of this is a great opportunity to help me buy the product. A coupon code is a way of giving the shopper the discount, but not every shopper who's seeking the dopamine hit of savings actually has this like financial need to save money is number one. Uh, and number two, like coupon codes are extraordinarily problematic. Uh, and they're super prevalent because it's like this one of those stalest types of tech out there to help convert shoppers. So discounts are an experience. Coupon codes are like a financial product, a type of discount. I, I hope that
0: makes sense. As e-commerce merchants, we're all pretty addicted to coupon codes. And I think as shoppers, I, as a shopper, I'm definitely addicted to those coupon yeah. codes. Oh my gosh, I love it. So are we saying coupon codes are evil and bad?
1: It's a great question. I've actually never been asked it in such like a deep philosophical way. What I'll say is when brands are using a coupon code, it's kind of under the assumption that they're trading off profit for revenue, meaning they're willing to make less margin because this coupon code is why the shopper's converting. It's part of like the relationship with the shopper, which is you will convert because you get to, to get it at a better price. Now, the, the brands are willing to do coupon codes in order to get that revenue right? That they're willing to take that margin hit. But coupon codes don't always do that. So let's say, for example, you see an ad or an email or an influencer says something about why the sweater is comfortable. And then it's also 10% off with this coupon code. Even if you're not price sensitive, you're not not going to copy and paste that code. It's so damn easy. I have no business
0: using these coupon codes and I can't stop.
1: Or you're at checkout. And then you say, you know what, screw it. I'm going to Google it, and I'm going to see if there's a coupon code out there. Now, maybe that shopper deserves the coupon code because they put in some effort. Or then you have the injection of Rakitan Honey Capital One Savings, where the shopper literally does nothing. And so for the shopper, maybe they care about the savings, maybe they don't. But for the brand, it, it hurts their business. It hurts their margin. It's like social contract between the brand and the shopper. It, the coupon code is a horrible way to do that. The shoppers who actually need savings, they're not getting the subsidy that they require because some shoppers who are willing to pay at full price get the flat, old technology of coupon codes where brands don't know who needs it and who doesn't, so they just give a little bit to as many people as possible. And and, and this is a really unsustainable way to grow a business because the brand gets addicted, the shopper gets addicted, and it's this vicious cycle. It's nonstop.
0: The other thing I've suspected is once I have made the purchase and was successful with the coupon code, if I make a subsequent purchase and I cannot get a similar discount, I am now de incentivized from purchasing at full price. Like, so long term on CLTV, not only am I just straight getting less revenue, it's impacting future conversions. I am predicting my psychology here, but I know I operate in this way. And obviously, like, it's anecdotal, but.
1: Look for some shoppers who like the gamification of shopping, for some shoppers who just based on their budget, like this is essential to what they do. But there's a lot of shoppers who will purchase from a brand because they connect to the brand story. They have that relationship. They like that the product was sourced in a moral way. They like that the sweater is comfortable or they like the way they look in the clothing. And then they're willing to buy like throughout the year at any price. And of course they're shoppers who are, you know, like the dopamine hit, like deal junkies, and then you've got the people who simply because of their budget can't afford otherwise. The challenge with coupon codes is it has no way to differentiate between those shoppers, and that crushes the brand margin every single time. Coupon codes are some of the best technology to make less profit, guaranteed.
0: (laughs) It's a good line. Coupon codes are the best technology to make less profit. And look,
1: discounts really matter. Like, Like one out of six transactions online from what we've seen, are done with some sort of discount. Now, who's to say that it's one out of every six shoppers actually needs that savings or desires it to convert? But because coupon codes are just so damn easy, you're not, not going to use it. Um, and, and that hurts brands, especially today where brands like, are extremely oriented to focus on profitability. Like, we think that the call to focus on like discounting is, is speaking to brands in a real way, just like I think returns used to uh, during Corona. Brands have to grow intentional about that. But I won't get ahead of myself.
0: But I think brands bear the responsibility here. Like, I didn't go in anybody's store and make the coupon code, right? Totally. Plenty of tools will dynamically generate one-time use coupon codes that then cannot be practically leaked to coupon code sites. You know, When I set up a coupon for a client in a Shopify store, even if it's a regular coupon code, not dynamic generated, I say, hey, no matter what, set an end date on it. Even if the end date is a year from now, you just don't want this thing out there forever. And so, it, you're like, where's the responsibility here? Am I finding loopholes and that I shouldn't be? No, no,
1: you're you're optimizing within the constraint as a brand, and you're optimizing within the constraint as a shopper.
0: So we're playing to the rules.
1: Yeah, 100%. It's within the right of the brand and within the right of the shopper to set the terms of these
0: discounts
1: in the way that they see fit.
0: I get why I, as a shopper, keep doing it, right? Because I, like why would I not want to save the money, especially when it's not a ton of effort? Like my wife will go through more effort. And I'm so proud of her for this. She'll be like, oh yeah, I'll Google it. I'll find a coupon code that's like, hello 15. And then I'll be like, all right, well, if it's hello 15, let me try hello 20, hello 25, hello 30. And you would be surprised at how often that works. Totally. <laughs> so the, on the brand side, why do they keep exposing themselves to this?
1: Because there's no better alternative. What else is there other than coupon codes for this, right? Um, if you're a first time shopper, you said hello 15, right? So if you look at that as an example, that probably is from the welcome series. Yep. And if you say to the shopper, I'll give you 10,000 points to my store. Well, I don't care, I'm a first time shopper. I don't know you yet, right?
0: Yeah, it's with the first time purchase that I'm way, that I'm most likely to engage in this behavior. Because it's de-risking it for me.
1: It was not random that you said hello 15. The welcome series is an incredible place to discount. It just works really well. Um, But brands just don't have a better alternative. They would love it, but they've accepted this as a cost of business, as a status quo. Um, And even if you ignore the leakage and the injection, which are a fundamental flaw of coupon codes, um, like we even gave the example of it appearing in an, like an influencer says why this is a great product and it's 10% off. You're not going to copy and paste it (laughs) every single time. Um, so brands are addicted, shoppers are addicted. It's this vicious cycle because there's just no better alternatives.
0: Yeah, we we heard over the summer about um, Target stores had so much inventory, they had run out of places to put it. All right, well, when you have so much inventory, you don't know what to do with it. it that's just This is now distressed inventory. And so in that instance, okay, intentionally using coupon codes in an intentional manner and even overlooking the fact that you know, maybe we didn't set this one up quite right and it's going to get abused a little bit and leaked. Uh, maybe we we turn a blind eye to it. We want that to happen so that we could just get the distressed inventory out the door. When we say brands are addicted to coupon codes, are they addicted to them or dependent on them with seemingly no way out?
1: Uh, but brands are addicted to them because discounts work. Coupon codes are the most familiar form factor of discounts for everybody. Um, and, and they just get stuck doing it. There are alternatives.
0: Right, so let's break it down to what's the part of the discount code we want to keep and what's the part that we want to get rid of? Like, it, it, it's a tool. What's our, what's our better scenario, our better ideal tool look like?
1: What I would say is because coupon codes are so easy to use and, like, they're flawed insofar as that they leak an injection, that they actually aren't serving their purpose of being used by shoppers who desire or who need the savings in order to convert. So the objective is how do we efficiently allocate capital, meaning margin, so I can convert shoppers in an economic way, but hopefully only allocate to those who really desire it, because uh, you know, they, they're, the, they're the discount junkies, the people who get the dopamine hits, or the people who simply can't afford the product without it. For those that are happy and willing to pay at full price, like, let's meet these people where they're at. Um, so I think that's the goal, is how do we give people the experience of discounting, but really only allocate it to those who really desire it? And so I, I think in a big way, we were really inspired by returns tools. So, if you look back right during Corona, return volumes went way up. And the, the way that returns used to work is when you were given a box of whatever you bought, the first thing you do when you'd open it, it would have a pre printed label to return it. So, the first thing a shopper would see is they say, Kurt, don't forget, you don't have to keep this, and we made it easy. Right. And then, Loop, Returnly, Narvar, Happy, and all the others who are building this returns post purchase interaction are actually engaging, having a discussion, dancing with the shoppers, if you will, saying, well, why are you returning? Would you like an exchange? Would you like a gift card? Would you like a different size? Oh, here's the label anyways. And you can actually resolve this for the shopper uh, by solving why they're returning. And then, of course, they'll get the label that they just wanted anyway uh, for most of the time. And by expanding the customer journey post-purchase, by increasing the level of effort, you actually can do a heck of a lot more profitable interaction and a substantially more meaningful one with the shopper. And in the same way that returns are a huge reason why gross sales and net sales get crushed, if you look within Shopify, the two things that hurt gross sales and net sales are returns and discounts. So, just like returns was the call of the hour while return volumes went up in COVID, now with the economy, profitability is the hour. So. What we're focused on doing, there's a number of people focused on discount optimization right now, but what we're doing is we're just building a completely new discount type with cashback, focused on it being a post-purchase engagement, the personalization of asking shoppers what type of discount do you want, and turning it into a relationship around discounting, because for your example, Kurt, you actually get a ton of value. You love the experience of discounting, and there's really almost no interaction with the brand. Uh, in order for you, like, for you to appreciate, for you to discuss, for you to further connect with them, because you're a discounter. Uh, so so we just think there's this awesome opportunity to do what Returns has done, but in the discount space. Sorry if I'm preaching to the choir. I'm passionate about this shit.
0: I'm I'm, I'm glad, and I appreciate it. I mean, it, it is a delight to have a subject matter expert who is genuinely excited about something as laser-focused uh, as, as, as discount codes, as coupon codes, um, the, you brought up returns and that was kind of interesting. So in my head, as I was walking th- in the intros, I was walking through, like, here's how I shop from a new brand. I've seen it. That, that was a very real example. Um, and it was, uh, I made a purchase from uh, negative underwear. I bought, um, I bought a, a bra for my wife. She tries on, she goes, yeah, I don't really like it. I'm like, it's fine. If you're not in love with it, I'll send it back. And I used loop returns for the first time as part of this. And the first thing it says is, do you want to return or exchange? And it's got like, here's other, it's like showing me other bras. It's like, hey, here's our best sellers. You could exchange it for these. It's really clearly optimizing for keep that cash at the brand. You know, just just exchange it for something else if it doesn't fit because it wants to know the reason. And every step of the way, it's like, all right, well, you, you could return it if you want to keep going with this. Or just, you know, exchange it or get, then it starts offering me store credit. And it's like, hey, you'll get five bucks more because there's no handling fee if you get that store credit. It's really very clever in a positive way, but it was obvious to me, you know, that they were optimizing for just keep that money at the brand. And they did it by issuing a gift card. I I thought the whole thing was clever and I ended up tweeting. I said, look, if returns are coming up, you optimize for it, for keeping that cash with an app. And, you know, of course, the example was loop. Um, I don't have an affiliation with, I was just like, this is cool. So, all right, you use that example. Now I'm doubly interested. So what are we doing here? That's similar.
1: So what I'll say is like there's two things that occurred that are like, uh, we're really inspired by Then I'll walk through how we're doing it. So first all, they're absolutely introducing friction. Like, let's not pretend. This is post-purchase engagement, continual commerce, whatever you want to call it. But it, it's increasing friction for shoppers to get the return slip, right? And during that discussion, there's great resolution. There's a meaningful discussion that happens. So instead of neglecting returns, which is a profit margin-crushing process, They've created a ton of enterprise value, value for shoppers and for brands. So the way that coupon codes work are they leak, uh, they're easy to use, and they're applied pre-purchase. So what we've essentially done is rather than giving the shopper 10% off in the welcome series, you could say to the shopper, you get 20% back. Uh, The shopper is made aware that they're eligible for cashback throughout the entire customer journey. And then at post-purchase, we ping the shopper and it says, hey, shopper, you're eligible to claim your discount post-purchase. Would you like to claim it at all? Would you like to claim it as cash? Or for a greater value as site credit? And look, some shoppers who don't care to save money, they simply don't claim it, and that's totally fine. For those who love value or who love the brand, will take the site credit that's more valuable. And for those who are transactional, they will claim it as cash. But by expanding the customer journey, by asking who wants this discount and for how much, while ensuring they're made aware of it throughout the journey, it's strictly more profitable and given that not everyone claims it is cash, some don't care at all, and that's fine. Behavioral economics, if you want savings, you know, you'll press the button. Um, or for those who uh, love the brand or will take the site credit, so you're deflecting these discount costs, now you could actually offer a more aggressive discount value. You can actually increase it. Notice in the beginning, I said it's 10% off versus 20% back. That is way more powerful on a welcome series than switching up color or font or the image is to optimize that discount value. So unlike a coupon code, it's a post-purchase discount.
0: Okay, I see where this is going, and I like it, it sounds clever. Didn't get that BB gun you wanted for Christmas? With Zipify Pages, the only thing you'll shoot is your Shopify revenue through the roof. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Zipify Pages is a powerful landing page and sales funnel builder for Shopify merchants. All Zipify templates are tested and proven by a $165 million e-commerce brand, so you know they actually work. This holiday season, you could copy entire templates like Black Friday sales pages and proven holiday promos. Or use the drag-and-drop builder to create your own custom templates. Then, publish your pages directly onto your Shopify store. And you don't need a designer or developer. Plus, all pages are optimized for mobile, and built-in split testing helps you maximize your results. It's no wonder Zipify Pages is used by over 5,000 Shopify merchants. To start your free trial in time for the holidays, go to Zipify.com Kurt. That's Z I P I Ify.com slash k u r t. And to get an unadvertised gift, email help at zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. Help me understand what is the first point where fondue, that's your app, and a a delicious, trendy in the 70s appetizer. um, When do I first interact with it if I'm the customer? Is it in the when I get into the, the checkout process, step one? When do I see it for the first time? How do I trigger it?
1: It's a great question. So we'll take it from the example you said before, Welcome15. So let's start with where most people begin in e-commerce, where discount codes are used the most. Uh, We're going to start with the Welcome series. So you went to a website and you get a pop-up. And they offer you a discount value and a discount type in exchange for you to give them your email and SMS to be tastefully bombarded thereafter. Um, And so in this sense, let's say they're using Klaviyo or Attentive. The pop-up, instead of saying 10% off, it will say something like 20% back. Okay, nice. It's a good, it's good value. The shopper gives their email and SMS, and either on the success page of that pop-up or in the drip email and SMS sequence thereafter, the shopper is invited to shop with an eligibility for 20% cashback if they use the UTM link below. So it's a URL, unlike a coupon code, which therefore doesn't leak, which shoppers click through to purchase with cashback eligibility. And throughout the journey, PLP and PDP, the shoppers are aware that this is a cashback product. And then in the cart, they'll see that their full price purchase is eligible for a 20 or 30% cashback. And then after they complete that purchase, they immediately get their Shopify receipt email, their track your shipment email, and then your cashback email that says, hey, Kurt, do you want to claim your discount?
0: Okay, so I, I landed on the site, it makes the offer in the traditional manner. This what I'm used to and expecting if I'm looking for it. Uh, let's say, so I spend 100 bucks on the site, and then after the fact, it's like, all right, you could get $20 back post-purchase. Correct. The shoppers made aware of that in the cart and in the checkout. And then how does it look in the checkout?
1: It, it, it's, as, it's a product. It's as if it's digital inventory.
0: Okay. And so we would say like $20 cash back is like a line item? Yeah,
1: Exactly. That's exactly what it would be.
0: And so I pay the 100 bucks, what happens next? How do I redeem my 20 bucks? What does this look like? When do I foresee it? Totally,
1: we li- we will email the shopper immediately and say, do you want to claim your cash back? No different than they get their shipment, trackment, their shipment tracking email the Shopify receipt is they get their cash back eligibility piece saying, do you want to claim your money? A push notification, like opening the box for the shopper. That's, you know, here's your pre-printed label. Here is, do you want to clean your cash back?
0: I I was big into retail discounts and couponing 20 years ago when mail-in rebates were huge. And the magic of mail-in rebates was that um, the retailer knew a majority of people would never redeem the mail-in rebate. They would not go through the effort of doing it. I was 19 and absolutely would go through the effort. And so I could get really huge discounts on stuff as long as it was deferred. And it sounds kind of like where this is going, because if the person doesn't bother to redeem it, that's just cash in the the retailer's pocket. All right, so step one is a, it's offered—the retailer now has the full cap, the full 100 bucks, Full
1: price purchase. A full price purchase. AOV's up. Full price purchase.
0: The customer now has the option to redeem the cash back, similar to a coupon code, but with marginally more effort, and therefore there will be an inherent amount of breakage. People just don't bother.
1: Uh, unlike a rebate, sorry about that, Kurt, it's not designed to screw over the shopper. <laughs> Rebates were built to have as much friction to cut out a barcode, keep a receipt, mail it in, climb up a mountain, take a picture with a goat, right? like a...
0: And then sometimes they'd lose it.
1: Yeah. We are emailing the shopper immediately to start the post-purchase engagement of, hey, how do you want to claim your discount? Do you want to get 20 bucks back as cash or do you want 30 bucks as site credit? And if you're a value-oriented shopper, you love savings. And if you have a great interaction with the brand, yeah, I could see myself buying here again. So so that so that's the discussion. And if it's and if the shopper just doesn't care to save the money, the brand doesn't bleed margin.
0: Me personally, even if it was like, hey, we'll give you 5 bucks back, I am clicking that link. Like there's you're not going to keep me away from it. So I click the link, what happens next?
1: Sure, the shopper is super similar to returns, just confirms that they are in fact the shopper, and then they immediately choose between claiming it as cash or as site credit
0: why would i not take the cash the
1: reason why you might not take the cash is one you actually don't care right as a shopper it's four bucks i don't mind
0: i oh so i'm like i'm just gonna bank it at the store if i know i'm gonna make a future purchase
1: the shopper has three choices when getting pushed hey do you want to claim your money they can choose not to claim it which is they just don't care about the savings they can choose to claim it as site credit to get more value or take it as cash why would someone not choose it? I don't know. Maybe you don't care about four bucks. Why would someone choose an as site credit? Because it, it, it's a better deal or you just love the brand so much.
0: And so do you optimize for this? Like, is there a handling fee if I have it distributed to me via as cash? No. And so like, what's the breakdown here? Do, wouldn't everyone take the cash or is it like 50-50?
1: There's a tremendous amount of shoppers who choose not to claim it at all, which goes to the point of how many shoppers want the discount experience versus actually care to save money. Weird. This goes to the pricey elasticity of a shopper. It's a huge surprise.
0: That, what, <laughs> that's what we should have led with. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, the closest thing we have to a trade secret is that some folks are, a lot of folks are taking site credit and a meaningful number of people aren't taking, uh, aren't claiming it at all. Despite getting push notifications, you want some money.
0: You're right, they- Up front, they're getting the experience of the discount, but then entirely giving up the discount. Wow.
1: Because of a a click of a button.
0: Could this app be set up where we're like, hey, we'll give you an extra 5% if you take the store credit? Absolutely.
1: Every single brand juices up the site credit option as opposed to the cash option.
0: Oh, so this this is a feature that's in there now? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was looking for.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry if I did not make that clear, but totally. Like if you're a value oriented shopper, you could take the twenty percent as as cash or thirty percent as site credit.
0: you I was so enamored with that loop returns experience and the the way they had optimized for like, don't just like keep that money with the the retailer. Um, and now hearing that you have done that for coupons in this incredibly clever way, all right, you have my attention. i'm I'm interested and excited about this. In your experience, this isn't going to be a good fit for everybody, potentially. Like, who does this work for versus who should not bother?
1: If you're not discounting, you're probably not going to be using cash back. If you are discounting and you have coupon codes, you probably have said this to yourself all the time. Fuck coupon codes. (laughs) I will say it's anyone who's using coupon codes. Fuck coupon codes. Get cash back. Um, Specifically on the welcome series. That's the sweet spot for where we work with brands because I would obviously tell you with this insane level of enthusiasm that my product works, but Clavio and Attentive can just A-B test it. And then you can build the trust to see, do you build bigger lists? Do you generate more revenue? And what's that profit on that revenue given unredeemed plus redeemed site credit? It's super clear for where to build trust with us. And then our brands graduate and they use it with ads, influencers, affiliate, even post you know to mail in with a QR code for cash back. Um, But it starts in building trust in the welcome series.
0: I'm sold on this thing, but I want to know, with your insights, do you have other uh, discount strategy, coupon code, thoughts and insights that we may be missing?
1: Totally, yeah. Um, So the first is uh, you should treat site credit holders differently than you do standard shoppers. Brands are neglecting to take advantage of shoppers where they know who has a site credit, and sending them emails saying, don't leave your money on the table. And perhaps the brand should consider not emailing them a discount email and only sa- reminding them, here's your site credit. I think if you look at site credit, that should be considered part of subsidizing purchases, which is part of the discount category broadly. And there's an awesome opportunity to be segmenting shoppers of who who wants a discount experience, which can be cashback, which can be gift cards if they are site credit holders, because then you don't need to have the double dipping of site credit plus a coupon. Uh, plus a cashback plus a discount. So I would say that understanding who to discount really matters and, and that's and that's some of the value prop of the behavioral economics of cashback of self-selection but you can also understand who needs the discount and who doesn't. Uh, also trusting influencers. Uh, if you're both paying an influencer and you're subsidizing it with a with a discount um, the, the influencer is, is building trust. They have a relationship and the brand just wants to build trust. Discounts are a great way to build trust. It's taking that first step to all of branch in a relationship. So I would say uh, discounting with influencers, while it is effective, it's marginally more effective than engaging with the influencers directly. Because when we've seen brands, if you look at the redemption rates of cashback, when it's an influencer, it's just substantially lower than the redemption rates uh, on other channels.
0: This episode was brought to you by the team at Rewind, a trusted Shopify app since 2015. If you're a Shopify partner, join leading agencies like Milk Bottle Labs, Velstar, and Mac Digital Designs, and more in the Rewind Agency Partner Program. You can earn up to $2,000 for recommending Rewind to your clients, and you can rest easy knowing that the hard work you've done for your clients is protected. If you're a merchant, feel confident and enjoy peace of mind that your store is always safe with automated backups. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Learn more. looking up rewind in the shopify app store or visit rewind.com best of all visit rewind.com slash kurt elster and get a 30-day free trial so it sounds to me like with discount codes absolutely they're effective but they're a cost center i mean there's just no way around it the thing you are giving up is just straight top line profit the hope is like the real scenario in which they are most useful is our first-time customers a first-time customer has never bought from you before has no prior experience to say this brand is good or bad. And therefore, it is to them represent that first purchase is the riskiest. And so the coupon codes become most important on that first purchase. And then at the same time, the coupon code really, the value, the subjective value and importance of it is really dependent on the customer. And so segmentation and self selection is in, an important consideration here. And then so switching to this cashback approach, now you, you're able to do you're giving up the segmentation in favor of self-selection. You're giving people the option on how they want to approach it. And with the whole thing, you know, it's the same same experience for the customer, it, same outcomes, um, we could still get them in the door, but ultimately, the brand then is giving up less profit. The other thing I like about this is novelty right? It is a new experience. And anytime we have those, that novelty and the new experience often um, can lead to a, a a better experience and higher conversions. Now, does that last forever? No. But if you get in early, it lasts potentially years before it's like, well, that's just standard and expected. And we've seen that before.
1: You're you're totally preaching to the choir here is you can try to understand who needs a discount and who doesn't. AI, schmei segmenting, building lists, Like, what can you trust more than liberty and choice? You're giving people the option to claim instead of trying to have a proxy to guesstimate if they need it or they don't, but giving everyone that dopamine hit of a savings opportunity and reminding them that they can claim that cashback. And because it's more profitable, you can increase the discount value. You can expand in the demand curve based on pricing, how to get people engaged in your funnel. It's just way more efficient than stale coupon codes, which are, you know, as old as commerce itself, that has no way to differentiate between who needs the savings and who doesn't. This is like the biggest payments category in e-com I think no one's talking about.
0: Yeah, and it's certainly not in this manner. And so I think the other question I have here is, how does this impact customer service inquiries and in education? So it, it, a new thing to e-commerce, and new in its approach, do we have issues with educating customers on, this is how this approach works?
1: Sure, so what I would say is, the language that you use to describe the cashback, if it's for example in that welcome series, really matters, right, so you could say, get 20% cash or credit, that's like super clear, get 20% back, get 30% cash back. So we've done this language testing across all the brands that we're working with, Uh, and the brands might have an intuition of what's best for their shopper. Including in the in the cart uh, that the shopper can press to learn more about how this cashback works, right? These are all these trust-building features that we have. Um, um, and what we've seen is that cashback is like a good word. People like cashback; it means winning. And a big part of you know discounting is what you're looking for. Kurt is like you're looking to win when you make these purchases, right? You're looking for like a great deal, right? You want to know that you got the best deal. So uh, if you can build that trust by explaining to the shopper how it works, we've seen a shockingly little amount of tickets. We totally overhired for that. We thought we'd have like SCS volumes. And look, there's certainly some people who also will ask, well, where's my return label? Um, So it's not to say it doesn't happen, but we've been able to build trust with brands uh, and shoppers in a pretty meaningful way thus far.
0: I'm on board with that. So if I want to try this, what's it going to cost me?
1: Sure. So, we're not going to charge you anything for the first month, uh, and for folks who say that they've heard through the podcast, we're not going to charge you for the first quarter.
0: Whoa! I get ninety days out of this.
1: Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. We love we, 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 long time listener, first time caller. Got to give the fellow listeners some love. But uh, uh, and then after that, it's thirty five dollars a month.
0: Entirely reasonable. You know, oftentimes with these things, we see it's like you know tiered pricing or. You know, it scales with your order volume, which is always always kind of frustrating because it's like, well, you know, the functionality here isn't changing. You're I'm just getting dinged because I'm more successful than someone else.
1: Totally. Kurt, you're welcome to pass more. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, and, and that'd be fine. Uh, but no, we're 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 creating category here. Uh, we'd also like to thank our venture capitalists for helping to subsidize uh, our, our, our brand's usage of this product.
0: Oh, those wonderful venture capitalists! Thank you so much for your support. Yeah. In uh, making this these discounts happen for me, I appreciate it. Uh, okay, so you, you said they got to let you know. What do they just? Op- is there a live chat? How do they let you know to get their extension? Yeah, sure. Oh, sure. So
1: one, we'll, we'll include a unique link for folks that you can circulate here. Um, we speak to pretty much every brand as they go live, so they could just let us know. Um, folks can just email me, uh, oran at getfondue.com. Send me a DM on Twitter or on LinkedIn. can check out our website, getfondue.com, uh, all the above.
0: And what about you? How do we find you on the internet? Um, so I hang out a lot on Craigslist. No. Uh, so you can <laughs> find me,
1: uh, uh, oran at getfondue.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. Still lurking on MySpace. No, not actually. But I'd say uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and my email.
0: I, I still love how undesigned Craigslist is. That is a perfectly functional website. I bet that scores phenomenally well in page speed because it is just like, here's plain text, go, and everybody knows how it works and what they're doing. Orden Charnoff, getfondue.com, cashback instead of coupon codes. And uh, what's your tagline? Three words starts with an F?
1: Yeah, uh, that is fuck coupon codes, sir.
0: ooh thank you so much. Totally, thank you. Hold up, stop what you're doing. Go log in your Shopify store. You there yet? Okay, check your apps. How many do you have installed right now? More important, how much money are you paying for those apps every month? Here's the reality. Most Shopify store owners are managing dozens of marketing apps, but you don't necessarily need all those apps to drive sales. That's why I recommend my friends at Privy. With the Privy app, you can take advantage of at least five apps in one. Manage all your website conversion, list growth, email, and SMS marketing all in one place. Yes, that also includes features like countdown timers, cross-sell campaigns, free shipping bars, abandoned cart emails, you name it, this thing is powerful. So save the time, money, and headaches from toggling between dozens of apps and get Privy today.